Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at right now. Y'all know what time it is, man. It's another Camera Chronicle Productions. This is the Bringing the Wood Podcast, and I'm your boy, D-Wood, up to no good on a beautiful Fuck Work Friday. And I told y'all, you're going to be back in the building. The government do what they do, yeah. but we still we still make a way. Big Che is in the building on this Friday. How we feeling, big bro? Good, man. Tired, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Show must go on. There's a will, there is a way. And yes, sir, you are making one. And it's, you know, glad to have you back, man. You know, I'll still do my thing without you. But like I said, man, the, the show and the ratings ain't the same without you, dog. So it's uh, definitely good to have you back for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, man, we're going to get straight into it. It's Football Friday. So, you know, like I said, we're going to talk college football first. We'll get into uh, the NFL after and the playoffs and the Super Bowl and Miko Ryans and all that good stuff after. But we'll definitely start uh, in college football. Um, I'll start with some good news. My guy, uh, Herndon Hooker, my Tennessee guy, my volunteer QB, uh, is officially off crutches. He's been uh, at the senior bowl all this week, not practicing, not throwing, just meeting with teams, interviewing, talking to coaches. Um, they asked him questions about his rehab, checking on his leg. Um, and uh, most doctors say he should be ready by training camp, which is a good sign for him. He could still potentially – be maybe a third, fourth, fifth round quarterback and um, right system, right fit. I think somebody could get them a diamond in the rough all because of a late injury. Easy. I, I'm wholeheartedly with that. That's going to be – and I think that he's not he's not going to fall as far as um, kind of initially thought because of the success of, you know, certain rookie quarterbacks in the league. Today, mm-hmm. um, you know, four-year starter had great success. Probably would have been a first-round pick had he not got hurt, been able to finish the season. So I don't think he's gonna fall that far. I mean, I could see somebody pulling the trigger, maybe second round, you yeah. know, just to have him on the roster because somebody gonna somebody gonna get him, and it's gonna turn out to be a pretty good pick. I, I believe so. No, definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm hoping for, uh, like you said, a quick recovery. And uh, like you said, somebody is definitely going to get them a baller. Herndon Hooker officially off of crutches um, after suffering a terrible ACL um, at the back end of his college football season. Uh, we're going to get into some more spicy news. Mm-hmm. Old St. Nick. Uh, extra spicy. First of all, he's you know he lost his D.C. and his O.C. Um, one to, uh, uh, to a college team, and then the other was Bill O'Brien, who's now the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. He left Bama to be the OC there. So he's looking for Jeremy Pruitt, who's actually under NCAA violations right now in investigations for violations, I should say. Uh, Saban reached out. He's trying to get him to be the, his defensive coordinator before the season. Saban has a lot of pool. I don't know if he got enough pool to get this guy into <laughs> coaching for what he's going through right now. We're not even going to get too deep into Coach Pruitt. He's the coach at Tennessee also. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go look up his, his rap sheet. Uh, he's got a couple stars before that also, but, yeah, he has a nice little rap sheet. I'm not sure he's going to get in, but if anybody has the pull to get somebody off of, off of the hook, it's definitely Coach Saban. Um, and then on top of that, um, he also just spoke out and said he turned down two recruits, two top five-star recruits, because they both wanted $1.3 million in NIL deal money. And uh, Coach Saban definitely turned him down because, respectfully, he gets <laughs> five-star recruits coming down a dozen, man. Yeah, you know, not really going to uh, strong-arm Nick Saban. <laughs> nah, that, that's 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 not happening yeah, nah, at all. Man, I can place you. I got like five of you on the team already. 
Oh man, it was uh, it, it was definitely uh, funny to hear him say that, and <laughs> I feel like he did it purposely just to let the people know. And this is kind of send a message out there to a lot of kids, like, hey, it's not happening. Y'all gonna get whatever y'all work out there. <laughs> if not, go go give it to go find out yeah. who can, who now, can get it. To and you. I'm not mad at it though, because nobody if somebody might give it to you. Yeah, somebody gonna you give one point three. But this is a violent game. We could. Your whole life career can change in an instant. You get what you think you worth. Right. It may not. You might not get it. <laughs> you might get put on blast, but right, you know, shoot for the shoot for the stars and land on the moon. Right. Because uh, speaking of, <laughs> might not get it. So we just on this on this on this gravy train of might not get that money. <laughs> Nick Saban, as we heard, turned down two guys from one point three million. Remember last week we were talking about uh, Jaden Rashad, the four star commit. Who was thought he was getting $13 million from Florida in NIL money. Uh, and it all ended up to be a fraud, and he's not getting that money. He now officially signed with Arizona State. Uh, good pickup. He could potentially start as a true freshman. Um, they don't even have, they only have Emory, Jacob Emory, but I think he was a senior. Emory Jones. Yeah, Emory Jones. I think he was a senior, so you got a chance to start there. I don't think they gave you $13 million either. But, you know, I think he just picked uh, Florida because they were going to give him that money. He probably always really wanted to go to Arizona State. But you know, that money would make you, make you travel to places you never even really wanted hey. to go. Hey. But uh, he's uh, I'm going to definitely keep my eye out on him, though, because $13 million, yes, you what you wanted, you better ball out of Arizona State, dog. Yeah, because that's every time. That's I, what's going to come up. That's Oh, my God. That, I, I know. I'm going to say something. You ain't even a five-star, bro. Four star, extra thirteen, bro. You better go out here and put on a show and a half when you get to Arizona State, kind sir. Uh, for real, for real. And um, uh, I don't know to all the college heads who actually watch uh foot, college football deep. It's college uh, all star week, is what I say. Uh, all star bowl week. We had the uh NFL collegiate bowl that uh that was earlier this week. That was Tuesday, I want to say. Um. I watched that game. It was definitely a low-scoring, slow game, but um, uh, definitely was exciting. Had a guy from um, Inkrit, Inkrit Heart, Inkrit, Inkrit Word University. Incarnate. There it is. I knew you know the word when I said, man. I'm not... There's some good players come out of there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joey Harris Jr., uh, quarterback. He was pretty decent out there, but it was it was a couple guys out there in that bowl game, and um, um, a lot of NFL players make it from these collegiate bowls, um, and they play in these games and they end up playing on Sundays. Uh, your boy uh, uh, Warmack from the Niners was a, a, a collegiate bowl participant last year. Debo Sanders. I mean, Samuels. My bad. Debo Samuels played in the collegiate bowl and did so well. They invited him into the senior bowl. Yeah, and 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 who was coaching in that that uh, senior bowl? Talk about it. <laughs> The 49ers coaches that. Yes, sir. And that's Sorry, how you not. get it. And uh that was a great one. And then uh uh the um collegiate bowl, not the collegiate bowl, but the East West Shrine game was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh I tuned into that game and it was actually I took took some uh notes, should I say. It was a kid from Eastern Michigan, Jose Ramirez. He ended up having this only a sack, but uh he played in uh uh ten games this season and had eleven sacks. And the NFL is, yeah, right. And the great number, Eastern Michigan. 
Um, and the NFL is all about getting after the quarterback. And he was one of the guys that he he flashed. He had a couple quarterback knockdowns, a couple quarterback hurries, a couple knockdowns. But again, uh, one one sack that uh, stood out. And then you go here that he had 11 sacks in 10 games. All right, I like that. I feel like sacks translate on any level, man. If you can rush the passer, you can you can find you a, a role in the league, even if it's just as a specialist. So um, I thought he stood out. Yeah, I mean, pass rushers changed the game. As we've seen on uh, Championship Sunday, Whew, yes, sir. pass rushers changed the game. And when you can just platoon guys out there that can get after the quarterback, guys that can knock quarterbacks out of games, man, it makes your life a lot easier. So, you know. Pass rushers make a lot of money. Pass rushers are highly sought after, and uh, it's a it's a good era to be a pass rusher. No, definitely. Um, I got another one. It was it was actually a lot of pass rushers who showed out. T.J. Thompson, this six foot six, mm. two hundred fifty pounds. He kind of looks like uh 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 Artie uh Burns mm-hmm. from the Panthers. Long Brian Burns. Brian Burns long, but he got a little bit more meat on him. He had two sacks, and one of them was a strip sack out of SF Austin. It's a very, very small school, but um, he popped on the screen, played very well in the game, uh, showed out. Uh, and one more defensive end. Uh, he just had a couple tackles for a loss, and he had a half a sack. But his name is Caleb Murphy, but I really wanted to uh, key in on him because he played at uh, Ferris State. That's a Division II school, uh, two-time national champion the last two seasons. And this past season, he had 25 and a half sacks. That's the most ever in Division One, Division Two, HBCU, NAIA, any level. It's the most sacks ever. Caleb Murphy out of Fair State. And and just to let you know how good he was, the year before that, he had 15 and a half sacks. So this guy gets after the quarterback at a high level. Yes, it was at uh, a very small school, but at small schools, you dominate. And that's how right. you dominate at a small right. school. And he showed out very well um, at the uh, at the East West Ryan game um, yesterday as well, and I was uh, very very impressed. And um, even during Thompson Robertson, he didn't perform that well. But five years five year starter at UCLA, hmm. uh, one year was at wide receiver, four at quarterback, forty eight games uh, games played. This that it's I'm already starting it up. This is one of those Brock Purdy type of guys, man. One of them guys who's Played a lot of college football, got a lot of snaps, and um, tremendous athlete uh, from the, from Vegas. So had a great time playing in Vegas in front of his home crowd, and um, I think he's got a chance to uh, make somebody's roster as a as a day three pick, maybe in the fourth round, fifth round, and somebody get there and develop them and have them a really really good quarterback. And obviously, we've seen DTR play a lot this year right. out of UCLA. Um, yeah, I think I don't. You know what? I've always been kind of up and down on on DTR as a as a quarterback. Um, he definitely showed a tremendous improvement this season, but um, I think you know in those tough games and the game be on the line, he it's always um, he makes mistakes a lot, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's the same mistake. Um, but he's definitely talented. Then you get him, you know. It, I can also say he didn't have a ton of talent around him. Um, this year he did have better talent around him, and he had a good season. Um, he's definitely he'll definitely play in the NFL. I don't know where <laughs> there or it how is. long, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he'll, he'll definitely get an opportunity. Definitely. 
Uh, I definitely uh, he he played well at the quarterback position. Um, and then MVP of the whole thing, Jake Moody, the kicker out of Michigan, two fifty one yarders, two thirty five yarders, and the, the game winner was a thirty five yarder. Uh, this is why I was really impressed. He did not warm up at all, mm. not during the game, not while. I think he came out in pregame, kicked. He did not kick at all into the net the whole game. That's different. Not at all. He ne- he That's never panicked. I, if y'all get a chance to go rewatch, I'm pretty sure they're gonna put it on YouTube. You can watch the whole game over. He does not practice kick at all, even for the game winner. They says he's. They even say it at on the uh, one of the announcers was like, "So you're not even gonna kick in the net at all for the game winner?" He's just standing there, just waiting, helmet on, just kind of standing there, hands on his hips, like. It's free money. 251 yarders, 235 yarders. He won play of the game. I was very impressed. And again, bro, kicking matters, as you can see, bro. You need kicking to win. And Jake Moody, two time All American. This kid's gonna uh be kicking yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, and you don't you don't see a lot of kickers or punters drafted. He gonna get drafted. No. Somebody <laughs> is not missing on this. He's kid. gonna get drafted. And you know. You know, I don't even want to show no bias, but hey, hey, our quarterback is, I mean, our, our kicker is a free agent. <laughs> hey, I don't think he coming back. <laughs> bro, I, was, so, I was so impressed with him, bro. I'm like, oh, you just, you just get out here and, and make it happen. And um, it was a definitely an impressive game. Low scoring game. Final score ended up being, what, 12 to, 12 to 6. Low scoring game. Very good defense. Couple interceptions, some sacks. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're in the football, tune into it. It was a good game. And again, uh, Senior Bowl is on Saturday, uh, NFL Network for y'all, and it's gonna be some more talented players in that. Uh, you know, I got a, a list of players for that too. Um, where should I start? Uh, Jake Hayner, the quarterback from Fresno State. Mm-hmm. You can definitely pull up the list of guys uh, from the Senior Bowl. I'm start with the national team. Um, you know, if you see some guys, say some. But Jake Hayner, quarterback from Fresno State. I talked about him earlier in the year. Uh, uh, Jaron Hall, quarterback from BYU, talked about him earlier in the year, and Malik Cunningham from Louisville, another quarterback I talked about mm-hmm. on Football Fridays, uh, all-time leading touchdown uh, rep- uh, representer in Louisville history. Just one more than Lamar Jackson. He's got 120, Lamar got 119, but hey, you got something over Lamar Jackson. Um, those guys are going to be uh, very good players. Chase Brown. Uh, running back out of Illinois, I think he's a really good runner, hard-nosed runner. He looks really good in the practices this week that I got to see out of him. Uh, and he can catch the ball out the backfield. Actually, has a twin brother, plays safety as well uh, for Illinois. He's at the senior bowl. I want to say he's actually on the other team, but <laughs> that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I have on this list that I see? Um, you also got uh, Try Tucker, the wide receiver out of Cincinnati. Great hands, good route runner. Ronnie Bell, wide receiver out of Michigan. Um, See, uh, uh, Andre Carter out of Army. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of hype on him as a as a pass rusher. They, I got him listed as a linebacker. I think he'll probably be like a D end. It's the three four end. Because yeah, yeah, Army yeah. run three four, so he, yeah. he's just a stand up end. Yeah. So that's uh, why they got him there. He actually had a good uh good first day too okay. there. He had a good first day, actually. And then uh Puka Nakua out of BYU. Mm. He actually got hurt to uh, uh, on on Thursday. He got hurt, but he was impressive every day. There was no DB that could stay in front of him, 
And I had to go put the tape on, and I didn't realize that that was the guy that uh, Jaren Hall was throwing all these touchdowns to. Very impressive wide receiver. He has good good hands, great speed, good body control. He got hurt. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to play in the game or not, but if he does, uh, Puka Nakua out of BYU, a wide receiver to look out for. Uh-huh, BYU. Speaking of BYU, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little off topic, but, you know, he's giving shout out to the local guys going to colleges. You know, my, my high school, St. Mary's, got a guy going to BYU. Talk about Wide receiver, you know, H-back. Okay, talk about he's it. committed. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Nas Danielson. Kid. Okay. Good, so. You're see how you do out there. No, definitely, definitely. It's just going to be a, a, a beautiful thing to see. I definitely tune in See the young kid prosper. It's definitely uh fun to see. Uh just, you know, kids that you got you get to see grow up and come up in your school and you know what I'm saying, represent for where you where you held it down at at a point in time in your life. Yeah, so. And where my numbers like, you know, oh, so it's you know? extra, it's extra funk. It's extra, <laughs> it's extra funky now, because he got the number. Um I think another player that's gonna stand out, defensive end from Notre Dame, Isaiah Folky Foxy or Foxy. I'm not hundred percent sure. I think it's Foxy. But uh, double-digit sacks the last two years at Notre Dame, um, I think he's going to be a tremendous. I think he could be a second-round pick, very good pass rusher. I think he can make some plays for these guys uh, uh, instantly. I think he can be a, a early contributor as a rookie. Yeah, Ray John Wright, you know what I'm saying? If you ever watched Last Chance, you, guy went to Laney College, mm-hmm. lived out here in Stockton, mm-hmm. uh, went to Oregon State, and definitely balled like 6'3", 6'4", corner. Way to play, so I, I'm interested to see how he doing. How he turns his brother actually plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. No, no, six four <laughs> corner <laughs> out there. No, oh, okay, that, that's yeah, it. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to tune into this. Oh yeah, somebody from Sacramento State. On yes, here yes, bro. Yeah. Senior Bowl lit. Senior Bowl gonna be lit. And then um, just a few players on the uh, American team: uh, Demarco Helms out of Alabama. Um, Jamie Robinson out of Florida State, Seminole. It's crazy how many dudes from Alabama is out here that are seniors and you never heard of them. Like that's really how deep that team was. Bro, for real. Um, uh, Jay Ward out of LSU uh, is a really good DB. He's looked really good uh, this week. You got um, who else am I looking for? Oh, Will McDonald, pass rusher out of Iowa State. Really good uh, pass rusher, defensive end. But you know, it just depends on your scheme. They run the 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 the, the, the four two five, so he's like a stand up linebacker rush in. Uh, Aubrey Miller Jr. out of Jackson State is a really good dude. D. Winters out of TCU is going to be a headhunter in the NFL and a playmaker. Uh, he showed out uh, this year for them. He was one of those guys that actually got to that you got to see make plays on this TCU run. Um, on that defense as they were very opportunistic, as I should say, with getting takeaways and getting second and third chances for their team. Also, Max Duggan is here as well at the Senior Bowl. Made a couple big throws um, while he was down here. He uh, definitely going to need to because the last time we seen him out there, he looked really bad in national championship. So this would be a good way to hopefully get some better eyes on you, get a better look leading into the combine to try to get your draft stock up because you definitely definitely got a chance. They got some solid running backs on their squad. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had Chris Rod- Chris Rodriguez was nice. Yes, sir. Nice. He he liked Benny Snell. Yeah. Just like Benny Snell. Yeah, I think he got maybe a little more speed, mm-hmm. uh, a little more shiftiness. But yeah, I can definitely see that comparison. Mm-hmm. Uh Kenny McIntosh was good. 
your boy Tajay Spears. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tulane. That boy gonna show off. He broke like two big runs in practice. Yeah, I see the little practice clip of running routes. He I'm broke running. somebody. I'm like, oh, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, he's he, making money out here. I know he's gonna be a business uh, trip. And then uh, a guy that people won't pay attention to is a center, uh, John Michael Schmitz. He's a center for Minnesota, All American center. He's he's a, a, a compact guy, but he puts people on their back. He was slamming people all week at practice. I can't wait to see him at this at the game on, on Saturday. It's gonna be intense. And he was he was one of those ballers too, for sure, for sure. Um, again, my boy Herndon Hooker, he's not gonna get to play, but they brought in Clayton Toon from Houston, was one of those players I talked about earlier in the year too. You guys will get to get a good look at as well. Kenny McIntosh, the physical running back out of Georgia actually showed a lot of pass catching ability at Georgia this year. So I think that's going to help. And um, a player that I'm interested in to see more of is Cameron Latu out of Alabama, mm -hmm. the linebacker converted to tight end. I think he showed a lot of flashes that he was making the transition. Yeah. But I just I just want to see more, yeah, more it's reps. Something, it's something there. Like he he came out with a, a few big catches. Yeah. And, uh, and to be so raw, it's like, man, it might really be something special there. So I definitely want, want to see what he looks like here and just continue to see him get more reps. I think that's going to make him better the, the more reps uh, Cameron Latu gets. I think that'll just, just help him out. And then Luke Musgrave, uh, I'm going to call him a tight end, but at Oregon he played tight end. He's literally played got stats at tight end, quarterback, running back, fullback, defensive end, defensive tackle. He's played all of them. He's got stats at all of them. This man, they said he's gonna run four four. He about six foot five, two hundred fifty pounds, and this man is and, and the the guy is big. He's physical, and he separated a lot in one on ones. Again, those against the linebackers and strong safeties. But hey, those are gonna be the guys covering you. And he runs away from them, and he can make some contested catches. Uh, he had made a, a catch in double coverage in the practice that looked really good. I'm excited to see some of these guys get out here and uh, let it fly. Darius Davis out of TCU was a speedster, speedy guy, return man. Who had a who led the team in uh yards per catch um uh, this past season. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's definitely gonna be fun. Jonathan Mingo, another one of these old miss guys, uh buffest guy in the room, rocked up, <laughs> deep threat. Uh he had a couple drops, but he he was literally dropping them. It wasn't because they were covering him. He was getting open and it was very, very hard to press him off the line. Big physical wide receiver uh <laughs> out of Ole Miss. I don't know. Who the strength and conditioning coaches for Ole Miss, or where they're finding these kids that they only go to Ole Miss? But uh, these they got some monsters out there, and Jonathan Mingo is just uh, one more to add to the list. See anybody else on there? Uh, yeah, I see uh, Rasheed Rice out of uh, SMU. Mm -hmm. um, very productive receiver. Plus, SMU is always cranking out a receiver or two every year. Yes, that, sir. That can ball. They yes, got sir. a few over there. So. Yeah. Definitely, definitely want to keep tabs on him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the head coaches also I'll give him a little shout out. They let a lot of coordinators move up. Uh, Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator for the Bears, is one head coach, and then the defensive coordinator for the Raiders, Patrick Graham, is all uh, the other head coach. And uh, I want to give one special shout out to a guy from our childhood who played, who's on the coaching staff, the offensive coordinator for the national team, Ronald Curry, ex wide receiver mm. of the Raiders. Did not know he was actually out there coaching, but he's actually the Saints passing game coordinator. Did not know that. Yes. I knew he coached because I he was I seen him coaching for somebody. I think he was a quality control coach at the time. Mm -hmm. 
And then, yeah, it's good to see. And Ronald Curry, is, he was the Saints passing games coordinator over this last year, and he'll be the offensive coordinator for the senior bowl uh, for the national team on Saturday. So I think that's also dope. Another one of these guys that we literally watch get drafted, play, leave the league, and now back coaching. I, those are just one of those things that excites me. I just think it's super dope, for real, for real. That's just me personal, but uh, I'm super excited for the scene. As y'all can tell, I'm super excited. I love college football. It's my jump off. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm excited. I've been, I've been watching them all. Collegiate Bowl, East West Ryan game. Now oh, this is when this is that that time when it's that perfect transition to start catching up on these dudes that you might not know about. Um, that's going to the league because. Most likely to be on your team. You'd be like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. Get, a, get a good look at him right, right. now. You'll know if you got one or if y'all need you to draft another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, for real, for real, man. No, no, it's, it's going to be exciting, bro. College football going to be back before we know it. But again, we're going we gonna, to we get ready for draft, combine. We're going to set up our draft boards. We're going we gonna to let y'all know some players to look out for. Obviously, we, hear, we already hear us talking about players now, but as the draft gets closer, Gonna let y'all know who we feel like teams should draft. We're gonna break down each team draft needs and all these good things as time go by. Um, again, we're gonna keep it going. Uh, but we're gonna switch over to the NFL. We're gonna talk AFC Championship, NFC Championship just a little bit. Uh, we're gonna definitely talk to Miko Ryan's. Gotta hear, gotta hear Chase how he what what the Houston Texans are, are getting, and unfortunately, what the Niners are losing. We'll definitely talk about the uh, championship game and um, you know what his take is on it. Um, we'll talk Super Bowl and his predictions and much more. You already know it's the Bring the World Podcast with the squad. We'll be back at the, these messages. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the Bring the World Podcast with your boy D. Wood and my big bro Chase. We still at it. Switching over to the NFL. We got a couple of little quick hits and news and notes before we get into the juiciness that's going on in the Super Bowl, man. But uh, we'll start with, um, unfortunately, Joe Mixon has an arrest warrant out for him. Uh... With aggravated menace, menacing, after allegedly pointing a gun at a woman and threatening her. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but just as a man, a woman shouldn't get you that mad. I'm going to say that. I don't even know what happened. I have no story of what happened. I ain't even saying the woman was right or wrong. I'm saying as a man, you can't let, you can't let anybody get you out of your character, especially when you're worth this much money, dog. Like, you can't you can't do that at all. It's a bad look for Joe, but, you know, I'm hoping everything turn out, uh, obviously, for the best in his favor. It's always Joe time on nobody, not even uh, my worst enemy, for real, for real. So definitely hoping uh, he, he, he gets well, get get that situated. Yeah, I'm, I, I ain't really got nothing to say on it until it's, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right now it's just allegations. I hope it's not true. Um, but if it is, yeah, come on, Joe, not again. Yeah, man. Like at some point, you just got to, like, as a college kid, and the circumstance behind that, it, it was kind of understandable. Um, but now you're a seasoned NFL vet. You know, you you just gotta avoid these situations. So I'm hoping it's not true. Is it's unfortunate. Definitely. Gotta do better. Gotta do better. Definitely. Um, we'll switch over. Uh, yesterday, I talked about a couple of coaches being signed. Definitely want to just talk about two of them in particular with you. We'll definitely start with Sean Payton. Sure. Um, signing, getting traded to the Denver Broncos, um, you know, for a first-round pick and a third-round pick. Uh, but outside of that, 
how do you feel about Sean Payton uh, signing with the Denver Broncos and your thoughts? Um, man, I kind of feel like that was the best choice for him. Keep it real. Um, coming into that situation, you have a team that's ready to win. You have a, a, a veteran quarterback that's past his prime. And you need somebody to come in with a big personality, with the experience, with the resume that, to be honest, outside of Jim Harbaugh, probably Sean Payton. So I think that he comes in with to this franchise as, you know, a, a storied franchise that's tasted success, that wants to get back to success, that's ready to compete. Um, so Sean Payton, I mean, you could do a lot worse than Sean Payton. So no, definitely. I think it was a good hire. I think it was a great hire. Yeah. Like I said, especially for all the compensation between him and Russell right. Wilson that you traded over the right. last two seasons, this – this it's gotta, to, it's gotta this, pay off. This has to work. This has to. It, it definitely has to work. And like you said, if it's if it's any coach out there though who can can pull it together and get it done, it's Sean Payton. Obviously, we don't know who his coaching staff gonna be yet, um, but we'll see. And I'm pretty sure he'll he'll get together a pretty decent staff. Um, and as far as our uh, the second coach that was hired, um, one that feels like everybody was happy for, everybody in the league. Um, applauded this man for getting his job and this uh D'Amico Ryan signing with the his hometown team to be correct, the Houston Texans, after a, a stint career with them and a little career with the Philadelphia Eagles. And um being a tremendous defensive coordinator and a linebacker's coach for the Niners for the past what five seasons. So mm-hmm. um this is just a great moment. I'm glad they gave him a six year deal. He gets time to grow with this team, grow with this city. And try to bring the Texans back because as crazy as it sounds, there was a point in time where the Texans was actually kind of running this division. Small window, small period of time. Yeah. But it was a real time. So, you know, uh, and this is a guy who could definitely bring it back. But uh, let the people know in Houston um, what they getting. Um, shoot. I, th- I mean, I feel like we've been saying it the last couple of weeks, you're getting a, a guy who was a leader of men. So not only are you getting somebody who's excelled as a player who has that, you know what I'm saying, been there, done it at the highest level, made Pro Bowls. Um, you have a guy that can scheme up a defense, and now you have a guy that can motivate you and 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 speak to the players of this era. So, shoot. And just an overall good dude. He has nothing but respect from people around the league. Um, so, like I said about the Champagne hire, I think this was a great hire also. You know, you rarely see, you know, teams hitting on their on their hires for head coaches, and I think both these teams did that. And um, he was smart to get a six-year deal, you know, especially with what they've been doing, hiring mm-hmm. coaches for one year and, and then firing them. You know, if I'm coming in, you're going to have to give me time to make this work. And if you don't and you fire me, you're going to have to pay me. On the way out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pay me. And it was smart on his part, smart on their part. So hopefully they, they figure it out. I mean, I know for you. you oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. You're not really looking for that. But no, right, him, Doug P, and Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be. It's, and the Colts yeah. still got to get one. Yeah. You know, so it's going to take some time. So, you know, I don't think I don't see instant success. Right. They're going to have to build this thing from the ground up. But, I mean, you got you got. 
everything you need mm-hmm. to build it. Yeah. You just got to make that. Now it's just making right decisions. Plethora of picks, a nice money. cap space. You got some foundational pieces. Yep. Not too many. But, but some solid players, though, that you, yeah. can, you can build around. You got around. some players, if you want to move them, you know what I'm saying? You can get something, some compensation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice job to have and, you know, hoping that he gets the right people around him. And, um, Shoot, Jason's could be back. Bring Andre Johnson back. I'm sure he'd love to come back. Oh, he come would out. love to come you know, back. They didn't isolate him. Yeah. Houston. Uh-huh. Houston. JJ already, already, already came out and said Jay. he'd love to come back. So. He'd love to go be the, be the D-line coach yeah. and be some assistant over there. DJ, DJ Watt could be my D-line coach. You ain't even got to work up the ranks, sir. You get to be my – you're arguably sure. the greatest defensive lineman of our era, bro. Like, yeah. you up like oh, – like I was saying the other day, like Aaron Donald – is Aaron Donald, but like, bro, JJ Watt resume is is JJ Watt was doing it from like Aaron Donald is like, you want to say like D tackles like that dude wrecks the middle of the field. JJ Watt really do it like against the run pass rush. He second to none. But I seen JJ Watt go from the outside to the inside JJ Watt to the other games, side, man. and then and make plays in the run game. And it's like, bro, this and dude go is catch touchdowns crazy. for you in the red zone, man. Yeah, and he jump up, led, led the league in deflects one year, right. bro. Like this man, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Him and Brady gonna headline it beautifully in five years, um, if you know if Brady follows suit with it. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think uh, again, great hire. Uh, I, I think it's it's a great. Um, unfortunately, it's a great hire because again, he's <laughs> this all point back at me and my guys and what the hell are we doing? But I do think he, like you said, some foundational pieces. You got Derek Stingley out there at corner. Uh, you got Laramie Tunsil, left tackle. That's a solid offensive lineman. Uh, you feel me? Titus Howard on the other end at right tackle. So you got some solid tackles on the bookends. Nice uh, running back. Nice running back for sure. You got uh, Jalen Patier, the rookie youngster safety back there who played mm-hmm. well this year. And I think Chris Harris from Alabama uh, will will explode onto the scene next football season. Oh, yeah, he's going to, yes. He's, he's going he's, to. He might benefit the most oh, yes. out of this because somebody who just has that natural raw talent, now you're being coached going. the right way and being put in a scheme to do, oh, my gosh, bro. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Chris I, going, forgot, I forgot all about he gonna, him. He's going yeah. to. He's yeah. gonna break out next year for sure. Yeah. As a and then I'm player. interested to see what they do with these picks and, and this money. Pick to, two to build around and pick team. twelve. Yeah, yeah, no, two yeah. first next year also. Two Love seconds. It, it, I'll say it, one thing that you learned from Kyle Shanahan, bro. Get the quarterback position right, please. Man, it goes a long got... way. It goes a long way. Because if you miss, it goes bro, a long man. way. If you miss, I procrastinate <laughs> with it. You see the hey, the other two coordinators that left is having that issue, right? Yeah, <laughs> somebody got to figure it out. Like, hey. It's because they tell you to build everything go first, man. Yeah, it's bro, like, but at some point, man, get it right when you can. You know what I'm saying? I, I get to build everything else around it. But then if you have everything else and you ain't got nobody, you build this nice car, you ain't got nobody to drive it, you just looking at it like, man, that's a nice ooh. car, though. It's a nice car. Nice. It ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Man, but I got that nice car sitting up there. Yeah, no. So, yeah, nah. <laughs> no, definitely. To a driver. For sure. Definitely get you one. I'm I'm excited to see um what he can do though for sure for sure. I definitely am excited to see uh what he has in store for us though. Again, still two vacancies open, Colts and Cardinals. 
coach said they finna do a third round of interviews. I think they're still waiting on somebody from Kansas City, i.e. Eric Bieniemy, and also Philly. I just forgot their offensive coordinator's name, but uh, I think he's going to be on there. They're DC. Stichen, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think they're going. You feel me? So I think a lot of teams are not a lot of teams. But I think both those teams are still waiting for those guys to uh uh to to, to get finished so they can do their due diligence and see if these guys got what it takes to be the head coaches for their team as well. So. I think their Cardinals job is really uh it could be something if the right guy gets it gets it. Yeah, see I don't know what the Cardinals are doing. I I just don't think nobody wants that job. That could be one of those jobs where you might just gotta put somebody in place for a year so you know you kinda get away from the stench of which y'all just what did, you know what I'm saying? And they a little dummy come here, back next right? year and be like, find hey, a, yeah, find a we got a little more here. money. We got a little more wiggle room. Right. So I think that might be what it is. The Colts, I think they're just taking their time because they mm-hmm. actually have a decent team. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know about their front office. I just feel like they're just going to fuck it up. Yeah, ever since Burberry got caught <laughs> with the powder, it's been yeah. wild. I just feel like they're just going to mess it up and do something off the wall. And you're going to be like, what? And here they go, like getting another journeyman quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and they still out here saying Carson Wentz should be a quarterback in this NFL. No, no. no Carson Wentz start for another team. Um, yeah, it's yeah. We ain't even <laughs> we ain't even gonna get into that. <laughs> uh, uh, but unfortunately, we still gonna get into something a little bit sad. Obviously, you wasn't on the episode yesterday, but we're gonna definitely get your take on the NFC Championship and what it was or what it wasn't. It wasn't nothing. That's what it wasn't. That's what it wasn't. Yeah, obviously, it was, uh, you know. It was uh, like when somebody tell you, like, you waiting all year for this movie to come out. Like, man, you going to the movie? Man, I already got my tickets pre-ordered. And you go to the movie and you sit through the whole movie. And then when the credits is rolling, you just sitting there like, what the fuck was that? What did I just watch? Like, the hype was bigger than the actual game. And granted, it was a key injury. Mm-hmm. That happened, um, but it was it was a waste of time, and I, especially at me as a diehard fan, I didn't want to watch the game no more. It, at, it wasn't even competitive anymore because the 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 talent discrepancy wasn't there. But it was just it was we can't compete you, at all. It wasn't the places. You yeah, you can't. Talk. It was like there's nothing you can do, and I I think from this game a lot of rules will be changed going forward. Um, I, I hate to see that they, they put in a rule where you can't attack a quarterback's arm like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just looking at precedence over the NFL, anytime something is done on a big, large-scale mm-hmm. viewing, something like that, they're going to make a rule. And I'd hate for them to do that because you see it every week. You see that type of hit, tackle, um, some a, a D-end or a D-lineman or a player, a defensive mm-hmm. player. Um, going for the ball or attacking the throwing arm, causing a fumble, which is smart to do. Right. But you never really see quarterbacks get injured on that. But it's kind of surprising that more people don't get injured with that type of a, a tackle or a hit. Um, and then also, they'll probably put another rule where you can carry three quarterbacks not going against your 53. Because mm-hmm. that was trash. Yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah, Josh Johnson, he got in the game and looked like, what am I doing in the game? Like, I had no expectation of playing mm-hmm. this week. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even supposed to be out here. And then even after that, he looked like he started getting settled in 
and he started they making put the drops right, right, right. And then right after that, you know, he comes back, makes a good throw to Debo, and he just dropped the ball, bro. He just dropped it, fumbled it. They got the ball back, and then he comes back and gets knocked out the game. I don't. I mean, and that was the game, and that was the game. Then you go, got to put Purdy back in, who can't throw the ball because he has a torn ligament in his elbow. Literally can't, yeah, throw, can't the throw the ball. And I, I could tell when they're playing. I'm like, man, at this point, you just don't put him out there. Go Wildcat, do something. Yeah, I had a, I had a few friends who said they probably real life they should have just went Christian McCaffrey Wildcat all game. Like Debo, yeah, he probably would have threw some something. terrible passes, but like, but at least you have the threat of throwing the ball down the field. <laughs> After a while, you could tell they were they had no respect for mm. anything. Now you just got receivers out there blocking. What actually good corners too? Yeah, like oh, and they're not even going to try to throw no, it. Either? The linebackers oh. are firing. They're not that. Even and what did we say? The only time the Eagles linebackers are good when they're blitzing yes. going forward. That's the only yeah. time they make any plays. In 43, we thought he was Michael he Jordan did. out and there. He was just celebrating. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, you're happier. They're going crazy. Like, bro, I, I, I understand it. You're going to go to the Super Bowl. Right. But celebrating plays that you know the play. It's like them dudes that practice that go crazy when you ran the same play four times in a row and you're making a play. Like, again, bro, you, you know seen the dudes doing the most celebrating. Yeah. Like, it was the dudes who don't. Like, right. again, the yeah. linebackers. Yeah. It really it was both linebackers. Edwards and White. <laughs> Because on a lot of the talking, a lot yeah. of the celebrating. Because again, like I said, bro, they're the, yeah. they're the weak links. They and, then even, and then they, I think it was so uh, disheartening because this was a winnable game. Yes, it was very even. Even with the final score, if you look in between the numbers, their offense did not play particularly well. Uh, Jalen Hurts was missing a lot of throws. He threw for 120 yeah. yards, bro. The defense played well. Um, they held them to, I want to say three, under four yards per play, mm-hmm. like about around three point three, three point four, something like that. That's not bad. That's that's pretty good, um, especially with your back continuously being against the wall, which you continue mm-hmm. to have to get on the field because the time of possession was so lopsided. Um, I think we did not do well adjusting to the read option. I think they focused so much on Jalen Hurts that when he handed the ball yeah. off. And the, the the way they design their runs to go at Javon Kinlaw or at that weak side defensive tackle was perfect because now you're getting that Greenlaw who's not great at fighting off blocks. He's great at chasing down plays. Uh-huh. He's great at covering. And you have Fred Warner frozen, like literally no, listen. frozen on the field while running no, back and running I was talking him. about that. That was, it. like you said, that was when you knew it was like, okay, yeah, this is just, is this? it is what it is. Like. They couldn't. It just couldn't, like you said. The, the adjustment wasn't made, and you know, and that. Yeah, and then, and then, as you, as the hole gets deeper, you know, you know, as a player, you play it. Now it's like, okay, we got to make a play. Like we got to score on defense. We got to do something. Now you get players pressing. You get mm-hmm. players trying to do more than they're supposed to do, more than their mm-hmm. responsibility. It just opens up other stuff. I'm surprised, honestly, that the score wasn't worse than it was. I think at one point the Eagles were just like, man, we got this. Let's not, yeah, yeah, let's, let's not, not, yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not blow it or yeah. get somebody hurt trying to do more. Right. It needs to let's be. Let's keep it simple. And y'all still professionals. Right. right. You know what so, I'm saying? That was, that was very smart on their part. Um, but yeah, it was, it just was kind of. Disappointing, you know what I'm saying? I could have took like last year when we lost, it was like, okay, you see where the issues is. Like, we got to get better here, we got to get better here. We could have made this play, could have made that play, a little play away or something. This year was just like, 
damn, that was right. <laughs> we literally got better yeah. at all the places yeah. we were supposed to and to get over this point. And it's like it's it's like a lot of people say, oh, I hire a lot of people talking about refs or this and that. It's like, bro, you can't blame the refs on that. You just got beat. It was some it was some questionable calls, but it's always questionable calls. Every and single game, it's always questionable true, true. calls. They just get magnified when yeah, when that money know, on the line yeah, and it's yeah, your team for sure. Exactly. For sure. And then it's just like I think the next step for this team, I mean, obviously you're gonna have people leaving, you're gonna have to bring new people in, you're gonna have to play younger players and this and that. But I think the biggest step that this team needs to make is in the coaching is Kyle Shanahan. It's your scheming, your philosophies, you're gonna have to adapt and change or you're just gonna be a very good coach and never be a Super Bowl coach because once you get in these games, there's always uh, a play or a decision or situation where you're gonna have to be the difference mm -hmm. and he's yet to do that. And even to start the game, I, it almost, like I almost didn't even bring it up, is the fourth and three that they went for. Mm -hmm. Devontae Smith goes up, makes a heck of an effort, but you can almost tell, just watching it on TV, it was like, he didn't catch that ball. Then when he got up right, sprinting, like, hurry, huddle, huddle, I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. you can have to challenge. Even if mm -hmm. you're wrong, you're gonna uh, you're losing a timeout in the first half. Like, okay. It's fourth down. That's a that's yeah, a big that's, that's a big. big well, how can you not take a chance on that? And then you mm -hmm. would have got it, got the ball. Who knows? Brock Purdy probably never gets hurt, whatever. But you know that's easy to say. No, right, right, right. But I'm definitely challenging that play. I don't know why you would not challenge that play. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a pivotal moment. If I'm playing Madden, I'm challenging that play. Yeah, first sure. quarter or not, first drive or not. It's a fourth down play that could change the game. Now they're in field goal range with in in the red zone. Mm -hmm. With four downs to score, and then they scored. Yeah, we come back out, try to get hurt. So, mm -hmm. very unfortunate, but it is what it is. Football. And you kind of, kind of already kind of said what I was going to lead into in the next one. But what are your biggest offseason needs? Like obviously, like you said, uh, coaching. Obviously, D'Amico Ryan's leaving. You know he's going to snatch a couple coaches up from y'all. Yeah. He already reached out to the Titans. He's trying to snatch some coaches from us. Uh, so, you know, we know he's going to definitely take some, but outside of coaches, what do you think you guys need to work on? Um, I'll start offensively first. Um, I think we have to upgrade the backup tight end position yes. off top. Uh, Kittle's not getting no younger. He plays a violent game. And, and he plays it violently. I don't, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When he goes out, you can't continue to use use check as your tight end. Because he's getting older himself. Although he's good, you need a legit backup tight end. Not just these other dudes that you just mm -hmm. um, signed you. A Tyler Croft who wasn't even a backup tight end. He's like a third tight yeah. end. But that's your backup tight end. Um, you need somebody who's a legit threat. So say you lose Kittle. Or say Kittle's getting double. We run a lot of double tight end sets. True. Now if you do that with a legit backup tight end or number two, with use check on the field, also you become that much more dangerous. And I think you need to start looking for the future, like grooming somebody to start taking over. So mm -hmm. I think that's one. Mm -hmm. Two is you have to fix the right side of the O line. Left tackle is great. Left guard is great. Center was cool. Mm -hmm. He was he was and he's not really bad. Young. He was not bad. Um, I don't. He'll be a free agent, and I think he might have just played himself. Into some paper. Into some, yeah. That, unfortunately, we're not going to. But we did draft 
and sign a lot of young guys mm -hmm. to groom for next year. So I and think you guys that, are I really good center, at developing players. Right, right. I think the center position will be okay. Um, but <laughs> left guard gonna need some work. And I mean, excuse me, right guard gonna need some work. Uh -huh. And right tackle, you have got to find you a right You have got to find you a right tackle. <laughs> oh. Because you cannot continuously send tight end, running back, wide receiver, chip blocks to help over there. And if you look, is 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 mind blowing? I was thinking about this earlier. All the quarterbacks got hurt running to the right. Uh huh. Trey Lance running to uh -huh. the right guy broke his ankle. Jimmy Garoppolo running to the right broke his foot. Brock Purdy got a rush coming around the right side. Uh huh. Like it's Josh Johnson it's, too. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's correct now. McGlinty, I'm not gonna say he's trash. He's not no. trash. He's he's an NFL lineman. I'll say that. I'll give him that credit. <laughs> he's not good. He's in, and he's not. He's, he's better. He's, he's better. Too inconsistent. He's better in the run game than he is in the passing. Mm -hmm. And the gap's kind of big. No, oh, exactly. Yes, very big. Very, very big. No. And I... then, and then, which which kind of leans from that into another problem we have is it's crazy how it's all linked together. Defensive tackle. The way we got blown up the ball in the ring game in that game was crazy. And I think a lot of got masked because we weren't playing particularly great teams or teams that ran the ball well or had great offensive lines. Eagles have a great offensive line. Oh, yes. Very. And uh, they punched on the D tackles time and time again. We didn't really generate a pass rush. So that was kind of messed up. But. They wanted came in the game. You knew the Eagles were gonna try to run the ball, and the D tackles got pushed around. Armstead, he getting up there. He's he's good. He is a very good D tackle. But when he goes against very good offensive linemen, he disappears. Which brings me to Javon Kenlaw. But you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. And and it's crazy. You're three hundred something pounds, six five. And I understand that he's raw. He don't really got all the techniques and all the reps that he needs. But when you're always hurt, when are you going to get that? You were a top 10 pick. That's not your fault. That is a 49ers fault for trading DeForest Buckner and thinking they was going to replace him with you. Mm -hmm. But they needed to do that because the year before they drafted Solomon Thomas, who was also trash. Mm -hmm. So if you get that right, then you can draft a left, a right. Right tackle. Mm -hmm. Maybe Tristan Works because he was there. Definitely. He was there. <laughs> now you stuck with McGlinchey. It's funny how that all works mm -hmm. together. So, you know, we got it. That's why I wasn't mad when they traded all the first round picks away because I'm like, bro, we not hitting on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We not hitting on them. them pick. All the good players that's on the team still are from the second round down, third round down, fourth round down, fifth round. Like, they're, we do good in the later parts of the draft. Them first couple picks, and they be trash. I'll say the D tackle, and then you got to find somebody to to help Nick Bosa out. Because mm -hmm. when he's getting all the attention, where's everybody else? Mm -hmm. Who who led the team? Who was second in the team in sacks? I can't even tell you. Right. I want to say Ebicon. Probably It probably was I think he had like five. Been, yeah, and that's not a lot. No, this sir. This dude had double digits. Right. You got five? 
You have fire. You can fall into fire sacks. They're gonna roll out, run away from Bosa. To get, yeah. you gonna run I know Armstead had two. <laughs> and you the next yeah. in line. And dog. I think Drake Jackson. He was a rookie. He might have had like two. Meaning he had a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sprinkled around through there. Yeah, but it's like, come on, you need another legit option to where it's like, okay, if we're gonna give attention here, somebody else got to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Like, be hovering around the eight, nine, ten sack. Yeah, numbers. definitely. Or at least just to, even if you're not getting the sacks, I need the pressures. I need you to be putting some type of forward where it's like, okay, now we can't just give all the attention to Bosa because this dude he gonna go crazy through. He's a threat also. I think that comes in. Linebackers, I think we're fine at linebacker. Yeah, sure. um, secondary, I think we're going to have to do something with free safety because I know Jimmy Ward and um, Sean Gibson, Gibson are both free agents. I think Sean Gibson's a little like, older. They, so I think he can get a little soft, a little two-year deal for something like. Yeah, he might, you might be able to bring him back. Um, I, think I don't know if you're going to get the get same protection. I don't think he's no, no, he de- no. he not going to play like that again. I'm 100% sure he won't play as good as he played this year. He's playing for a contract. Yeah. So yeah. I I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But he still might be cheaper than Jimmy Ward. He's definitely going to be cheaper than Jimmy And Jimmy Ward's salty. Oh, he yeah. Salty no, no, no. Because right. he, didn't, he came into this year like, this is going to be my year. I'm making a Pro Bowl. He's yet to make a Pro Bowl. He's been close a few times. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm healthy. I'm making a Pro Bowl. I'm going to ball out this year. Like, I'm a leader of this team. And that was his mentality coming mm-hmm. into the year, as it should be. Mm-hmm. And he got hurt. That's usual. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then when he got hurt, somebody took his spot and played very well. Oh, very well. So it was like, we, I mean, I remember us talking about it. Like, I, like what are they going to do? Like, they're going to play three safeties? Because Tafunga's playing well, too. You don't want to mess that up. So they put him at nickel. He, he was he, unhappy, but he he. he Played well yeah, that nickel though. He, he did. did At there. first it was shaky, but he figured it out. Yeah. He made a lot of big plays in the nickel. Mm-hmm. But I know that that's not where he wants to play at. No, agree. Especially agree. for longevity, you'd rather be playing single highs. Sitting up there trying to cover guys, cover some of the best receivers in the league. Mm-hmm. And that gets, making tackles. Because that, that gets that gets oh, tiring yeah, having to cover Edge oh, Brown and yeah. and, and Jimmy Ward's been in the league for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's not getting no younger. Either, Mm-mm. but Still I think somebody, too. I think somebody might be able to get him away from the Niners. He took a pay cut mm-hmm. to come back, mm-hmm. so I don't think he'll do it again. Yeah, no, I, don't he think might, so I think he's gone. Um, you might be able to bring Sean Gibson back, but I think this year you got to go draft somebody, get somebody, sure. get a young guy. Uh huh. I still, I still like Womack, though. I still like, I like Womack, Womack too. I like him I too, but I think he'll be in a slot. Yeah, because y'all gonna need him. one. Yeah, because uh, um, Lenore played well down the stretch. He was shaky, yeah. but he he, he kind of showed some confidence. But you know, playing corner, he's is still a upgradable. Thing. Yeah, he's still yeah, upgradable, absolutely. Though, but absolutely. he definitely is solid enough to 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 be rotational. Because again, Mosley's going to be the the corner when when you he's know healthy. what I'm saying, right? So, but he's a, that's a good guy to have on the squad that could be there. Maybe he can play in that slot. Maybe Mosley goes into that slot. So you still got. Lenore out there, then all of a sudden that secondary actually upgrades. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? So he's a big maybe, piece that missing. Maybe they try one of them dudes at free. You mm, never know. Yeah, you definitely can. So they got 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 a lot of DBs you out have, there. You got a lot of DBs. Too. You still got Verrett out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Who knows what you do with him? Right, pay them, so he gonna be or, there. You know. Or but yeah, you got you gotta play three young guys, older guys, experienced guys. 
I think it all depends on who you bring in as the defensive coordinator and right. what he wanted to do with that team. True. With that defense and his scheme. So yeah. personally I like to see Wilkes. Yeah. Keep the four three, same yeah. scheme. Got those players on each level. I like I like how he run run his defense and what mm-hmm. he do. He got like those counterparts on the same same level. Yeah. On a smaller scale, but right, still right. But his his specialty is the secondary. Mm-hmm. And is, that's what we need somebody. We got you had you got our D line coach is probably one of the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh linebacker coach is good. Clearly. Stay cranking out all pros at the linebacker. Mm-hmm. But secondary, that's where we've been kind of shaky. Now if you could bring in Wilkes and he could get, you know, you're getting a young Hafanga, you're getting some uh Traverius Ward, you're mm-hmm. getting some young corners, you know, find your free. Find your nickel and let's rock. See what you got. No, definitely. That would that could be that can be nice and definitely are uh, looking forward to see the moves they make in the offseason because like you said, they got a few things they gotta make and they still got a good team and a and a and, a, and the window is wide open to right. get back to the NFC championship game and to get that chance at the big dance for sure. Because yeah. talented team. A lot of the good guys are already paid up, so yeah. it's definitely a, and even a what, winning what, time. All that being said. You got to get that quarterback position right. Oh, you already know. None that's going to be what I said. Even matters. That's going to be the the, the take <laughs> that off season. I think y'all y'all will have one of the most interesting quarterback off seasons. I don't think it's going to be as interesting as as it was. I mean, especially coming off of last season where it was constantly every day yeah. talking about quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. This year, especially if, if Brock Purdy is really out for the season, it's I don't. I don't see what it's going to be. It's going to be Trey oh, Lance. No, no, no. If he out, if, if, if Purdy out, in. then yeah. That's the, that's the million dollar mystery if he's going to be out. I don't see them paying uh, no, I don't see them paying. a quarterback to come in. Yeah. Exactly. No. no. I don't see you doing that. I could see you drafting, bringing some, you know, some young guys in. I ain't going to lie. I don't think they should do that. You got with that with that offense and his track record. You need to have as many quarterbacks. Nah, as you no, no, bro, bro. I don't think you should draft one, bro. You might as well go find where Seth is at, where Nick Mullins is at, where CJ Beathard is at, go and bring them, them back. Bro. Like, hey, if you on. get another rookie, bro, he do this, he get in, and he do good again, bro. This is another good. It's a good problem, but that's just another problem, bro. But that's the thing, though. That I think the offense is so talented. You can almost put some as long as you don't mess it up. Yeah. You're gonna be successful. No, I agree. So I don't think it matters who you put. You you have the guy you want. You have Trey Lance who can do everything. Who can do everything outside of your offense. Right. He just got to run your offense right though. Right. <laughs> now you got Brock Purdy. But if you, keep you see bringing... Brock Purdy. You see Jimmy Garoppolo. They can run my offense right. This is how it works. Yeah. They won't win a lot of games. But when my offense is being countered and it's not working, I need a guy. Who can do the Josh Allen stuff? Who can do the Aaron Rodgers stuff? Who can do the Patrick Mahomes stuff and take it to the next level? Now that's yet to be seen. Can Trey Lance do that? That's the, that's the the potential. Yeah. That's what you drafted him for. Def- no, so definitely. Yeah, no, we, yeah, we know that. Sure. Brock Purdy can marginally do some of that. He has some escapability. He can mm-hmm. make a few plays, but when he can't. He can't. Yeah. He's his reason he went the seven round. Yeah, no, for sure, you know for sure. You you definitely you definitely get drafted back there for a reason. But you also bust heads for a reason, and Thanks. respectfully, bro. Purdy was busting heads, bro. And I do think that I don't know, bro. I just think 
Cal is good at drafting quarterbacks, bro. And or, or just him and his dad are really good at this. And I just think like more more good quarterbacks don't make for a good situation. I, I guess it's good to have it because y'all need it because of the depth. But at the same time, bro, it's like we need Trey Lance to be the guy. We do. Yes, absolutely. I agree with but you. I 100%. truly believe Purdy has made it a problem already. But Obviously, this injury kind of saves him. But I think going into next season, if if Cal Shanahan would have said, hey, we're going to have an open quarterback competition, I think Purdy wins an open quarterback competition over Trey Lance. But I think if he come in and say, hey, this is Trey Lance's team, then we go out and see and we let it happen. But if they have an open competition, I don't know, though. Purdy wins that job. I don't know. It just, I think it. A lot of it depends on what plays he calls. Because he yeah. does not call the same plays for Trey Lance that he uh, calls no. for Brock Brady Definitely. Definitely. It's a totally different offense, and it blows my mind. Like, why Why are you doing this? Like, Trey Lance, if you watch the little bit of film Trey Lance had in college, he was in a pro-style offense. He was not out there running read mm-hmm. options and sprinting all over. That's why he looks so awkward doing it now. Mm-hmm. He can do it. No, right, right. But he don't have the confidence. He has the confidence of running an offense, dropping back, mm-hmm. throwing the ball. So when you see him getting rhythm and he's hitting, of course he has his flaws. He has his 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 issues that he has to work on. No, right. But I all mean, let him work on that. Stop trying to change him. He's not Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do He's not Lamar Jackson. Can he do some of these things? Yeah. Absolutely. He's sure. athletic. But that's not what he his game. That's uh-huh. not his game. And I, I think, and that goes back to your point, I just think it's one of those cases where he don't either he don't want to change the scheme or he can't change the scheme because I do think he changes the play calls, but it don't look clean yet. But it could be because we ain't got enough of it from Trey because of injury. But I do think that's a that's like you said, bro. That's a problem in itself. I think that he's he's um he's a better play caller when he has quarterbacks that are limited. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, okay, I don't think he can do this. So let me scheme up something to get this dude up. He got Trey Lance. He's running Debo up the sideline like he's mm-hmm. Randy Moss. Like, where you ever seen Debo Jump just Moss? Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Kittle disappears. Mm-hmm. The play calls are di- like if you ran the same offense with the stuff that Brock Purdy. Well, I don't see how Trey Lance cannot do that. Hell, I feel like I could get out there and do that. <laughs> like, just tell me where to throw the ball. Okay, fake here, fake here. This guy's gonna be wide open. All you got to do is make the throw. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. No, it's, it's, it's definitely. I will be tuned in. <laughs> I, I but he going to get all the reps, though. I can tell you that much because no. ain't nobody back there. Nobody, in, buddy. In, 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 the, in the, the mini camps and the rock is gold. So you better take it. If you if there's ever an opportunity for you to take, take this control. is it. Because if you don't take it now, you're not getting it. I promise this is you. It. If you ain't, if you not, if it's not clicking, Mm-mm. when Purdy get back, I'm pretty sure. Trey Lance going to the bench. True, because the fans going to go crazy. We've already seen him do this. We just watch this man go on a run with these dudes. And literally, we're saying, if he don't get hurt, maybe they don't win the game, but this game is winnable with this man at quarterback. So it's like, bro, yeah. you got to come out here and, and every game has to be a winnable game with you at quarterback. Absolutely. Or, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be tough. But... We gonna get we gonna get past the nine and stuff. Now we gonna yeah. table it like we table my Titans, like we table the Raiders. It's one game left. 
Two teams left Ooh. battling for that one trophy. And um it's 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 big on big. It's 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 best on best. It's, right. it's the top dogs in the AFC versus the top dog in the NFC. All the marbles, Kansas City, Philly, and Arizona in eleven days, ten days. It's going down. I'm I I it's 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 going up. It ain't going down. It's going up, and it's gonna be exciting. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox. Mm. Like man, the names go on. The superstars go on. Bright lights. It's it's Super Bowl. Our bus, man. This this what is this what is all for? This what this what they work for? This what they train for? And I ain't gonna front, man. Jalen Hurts is the coolest, most under control guy uh, that I've seen in a long time, bro. And uh, he always has the right thing to say, and he always sounds like he knows what he's doing. But all that shit go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, all his speeches, all the motivational speeches, all the checks cashed at the end of the months that he spoke, all of the Nick Sirianni water my plants and let them grow, it all led up to this moment, bro. All that go out the window, and it's time to go out here and, and go time. It's go time, bro. Y'all going up against arguably the baddest man in the league mm. with a football in his hand, and um. He's got something to prove too. Last time we seen him in the Super Bowl, he was running for his life. And he was still trying to make some shit happen. Yeah. But he, he was he running was, for his He did him there, he was making it happen. I ain't gonna lie. So, like, man, um, styles make fights. And this is this is gonna be a stylistic boxing match. You got that that high power offense, heavy on the pass, versus a, a secondary. That's gonna walk out there and they're gonna run a lot of man coverage and they're gonna they're gonna test Scantlin. And they're gonna test if Juju helped you. They're gonna test Juju and 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 the rookie Sky Moore and and the youngs and Watson who be out there in 84 catching passes. Bradbury and Slay and Johnson, Maddox, Epps. This gonna this it. This gonna this gonna be this gonna be a doozy, man. And uh, I already told y'all, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I've been rooting for him since the season started. Pay that man. Pay that man. Pay that man. And I hope he go out here. He getting paid. And I hope he go out here and silence the critics, man. Everybody doubted him. After his rookie year, they were saying they should stick with Carson mm -hmm. Wentz. After he left Alabama, when he got benched in that game, Talk about it was it. over. He, he shouldn't get he, yeah. no front out of first rounder. Yeah. Even after throwing 50 touchdowns at yeah. Oklahoma, bro. Because you did it at Oklahoma with a guy who does this with every quarterback. But he them has. two dudes around want to pick one. But I go in the second round? True. That's true. Because he was only there for a year. That's why. Baker was there for a year. He was yeah. there for two. He was only. But hey, but when you look at it, he's the best out of all of them right now. Who's sitting at the top right now, man? Who made it to a Super Bowl I'm just first? Saying. Come on, man. Come on, bro. You, it's a you could put together an hour montage of people doubting Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And that man 
was a key catalyst to why this team was good. Because he got hurt, and he missed some games. He did, and they was not the same. They weren't close they were to the, the same. same. So that's, that's your pick? That's what you picking? Oh, I told you, bro. I, 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 <laughs> I gotta, first of all, I got to pick them because before the season started, I told you that somebody that hadn't won a championship was going to win a championship. I really thought it was going to be Bengals, Eagles, and then I would be sitting pretty with guarantee with, with right, a guarantee. Right, right. Well, unfortunately, I said there was only two dudes out of everybody with rings who could throw this a muck in this. And that one of them happened to make it to the Super Bowl. And it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And um, I'm going with the Eagles, though. I, I do think that they passwords got a chance to get at him. Um, if it's already going to play like that, and they can and they can control the line of scrimmage. I think they I think they got a chance. The only way you're gonna stop them is keep them off the field. Because Patrick Mahomes will make plays. He gonna he gonna make plays that slay and Bradbury. Some plays you just not even gonna like you're gonna be in good coverage. I just do things that the average do, man yeah. can't do. So it's gonna be tough. So to me, you gotta keep him off the field. And when he's on the field, he gotta be running for his life. And if he's not, then yeah, Patrick Mahomes will get another one. But I really truly think. Philly got this one. I think this this could be like like Bucks Bucks mm. Chiefs. Interesting. I do think it could be like Bucks Chiefs. But again, bro, that man in fifteen is a real life superhero. Now, I I called that Bucks Chiefs one too. I was like, I don't think it's gonna be close. I was like, I don't. A lot of people was like, yeah, man, it's gonna be a shootout. I was like, I don't think so. I really didn't think so. Mm-hmm. But I think that the Bucks were just that much better. They had a good team, and then they had Brady who was coming in, gave them the confidence, and they weren't just playing well offensively. That defense, defense, that defense was good at all three levels. Yeah, though. yeah, like yeah. Extremely good at all three levels. Thing is, will Kansas City try to run the ball? On Here's field? the thing, I don't think this game will be close either. But I think Kansas City gonna win. I was gonna hold my prediction till next week, but you just went on such a rant. I had you got to. This gonna I this first and foremost, let me say, I'm proud as two black quarterbacks playing yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. And Black History Month. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What a time to be alive. With that being said. Fuck your talk, Mike. I don't think the Chiefs are – I feel the Chiefs are battle-tested. And I would have felt this way if the Niners were in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Because the NFC is so weak right now. You don't get those tough Mm battle-tested games. Which I thought that the Niners and the Eagles would have had last week, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. we know what happened. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really like if you look at their playoff, they played the, the Giants, who they mm-hmm. beat three times in a row. Respect them out just easy. for shits and giggles. They would have smashed the Vikings too if the Vikings would have absolute, got it. absolutely, absolutely. And like if you look at the ca- the Cowboys, they, nobody really they had a good team. These mm-hmm. teams, I mean, I'm not gonna say these teams don't got good rosters, as in the Vikings. Cowboys, the 49ers. But nobody the in the NFC has a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who can press you. And the teams with the good quarterbacks don't got the good rosters. The so teams with the good rosters you. have young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You look at the AFC, all the quarterbacks in the AFC. Oh, yeah. You look at damn near the pass for the inside. Like, now you look at, I'm just going to. We know that the Chiefs don't have the greatest offensive line. But they've upgraded since last time. Oh, very, very. You have, a they lot have better. a very serviceable all line. They've made a commitment to run the ball, which is wild. Pacheco mm-hmm. is a hard runner. That Sometimes he runs run bigger hard. than yeah. He runs bigger than he is. Sometimes he runs too hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, it's a hole right there, bro. You don't gotta run in there. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. 
Um, I think the offense, that offense is not as star-studded as it's been in the past, but they got weapons. Mm -hmm. They got a coach, two coaches who can scheme up some things, and they have some players with special abilities that I think will give the Eagles defense a lot of trouble. Okay, they got a good D-line that can rush the passer. Mm -hmm. You have probably the best improviser at quarterback mm -hmm. who will manipulate the, the lanes will get out the pocket, will stay in the pocket, manipulate the pocket. And then you got a Kelsey, you got a McCall, I mean, you got a Juju, you got a Marquez Valdez-Canlon who's been playing out of his mind the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, Sky Moore's made some plays. I don't really expect too much from him, but that'd be the time that people, you know, mm -hmm. make their plays. Definitely. That offense is crazy. And I think the weakness, I said it last week, I'll say it this week, the weakness of Eagles defense is their depth in the secondary. And our linebackers. Mm -hmm. None of them linebackers is covering Kelsey. Mm -hmm. None of them linebackers is dropping into those zones, stopping a, a Juju, or or uh, covering Pacheco out the mm -hmm. backfield, or or Jerick McKinnon out the backfield. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the X factor to that. And I think the Chiefs' defense is much improved. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they can man up and go one on one with these receivers at all, uh, at all. Not, somebody not, gonna not make a big play, right? Right. Do that but, against that receiving core. But as far as covering them and making them have to drive the ball down the field, I think they're ca very capable of doing that. Mm -hmm. You have some some decent. If, if they was uh, making Joe Burrow do that, exactly. For I say sure. if Snead is healthy and, and plays, that's a big key to that, right? Because I ain't gonna front, bro. I don't know if Jim Ruggies won four quarters of AJ Brown. That's what bro. I'm saying. That yeah. could get but you got two good safeties. Yeah, you got Thornhill. You got Combo caliber safeties. Yes, you got two guys who can quarterback the back end. You got some some. Good linebackers. Mm -hmm. They did well drafting linebackers oh, yeah. over the past couple yeah. of years. Nick so Bolton some, and, yeah. Will, and Willie Gay are some. You got some guys who can play. Lines. But that D-line is. Not that D-line. Chris Jones and his homies. I'm going to say Chris Jones is, he's, I mean, he's in a world of his own. I mean, outside of Aaron Donald, Chris Jones has been the next best inter. And then now that he's moves to the outside, uh -huh. here and there and he's, gets, uh, he, gets he gets his favorable matchups. You know, I don't really know where you're going to find a favorable matchup on this offensive line, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm going to get into that. I'm going to give you. But if any team could do it, if anybody going to do it, that dude, just with his quickness, his speed, and his power, that's the difference. They've been seeing a lot of speed rushers. Now you're coming up against a guy with power and now, with a Frank Clark. Yes. With yeah. the Carlotis, who's been playing well, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm, is great. Mm -hmm. I don't know how teams let them get failed to thirty. Um, they've been generating a nice pass rush, um, and they do very well against the run. Mm -hmm. So I think that if they can control this offense and how we seen them play last week, if they're not hitting those those big plays or or getting staying on schedule, you know, first and second down. They get behind the sticks quick, and, yeah. and you, if you're planning the whole time to Patrick Mahomes, yeah, the game could get out of hand. Agreed. The thing is, they were playing against the Niners when we just watched them look bad. They ain't really look bad against nobody else. Oh, least, did you watch the Colts game? Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they should have lost that guy. Yeah. Yeah. To but the Colts. We, yeah. Well, to the yeah, Colts. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying there's a the lot. The Colts of also beat the Chiefs. Okay. I get that. I'm up. just saying, like, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, that goes back to us saying that the coach are really a good team. It's True. terribly ran. True. Powderhead running the organization, respectfully. Dang. Dang. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, it's it's it's, it's, it's going to be a chess yeah. match. But I want to piggyback off your Chris Jones thing because where he's going to have a chance to dominate, it's going to sound crazy as hell, but it's right in the middle at Lil Kelsey, at Jason Kelsey, because as good as he is, but he's an undersized center. He's very small. He gets underneath people. But he has a problem with bigger mm-hmm. office, with bigger defensive linemen or bigger physical defensive linemen. Yeah. When they played the Packers this year, even though they won the game, Kenny Clark was killing Jason Kelsey. He's, like you said, he has a hard time. And Chris Jones is yeah. not as big size-wise as Kenny Clark, but power to push uh, you is the same. And what and nothing messes Taller, up a read option more than that blowing pressure your center. up the middle. So they definitely have the guy to wreck the game. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, it's only one of him. It's true. So that's where the game of coaches come in. If they can confuse Chris Jones, get him going sideline to sideline, getting lost in the sauce, then you got a chance. But and Chris I, I Jones think, is a one-man record. I think that's too. where a lot of it comes into, too, is you look at Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff, very young. Mm-hmm. Now you're going against a veteran coaching staff who's been here before. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, uh, Steve Spagnuolo. Um, they know what they're doing. They know probably know what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. What's going to come at them? They know how to handle all everything outside of football and in the game. So I think that their schemes, they'll be well prepared. For sure. One, one, lost one. And I just see the experience and the, and the coaching being something that the Eagles not going to be able to overcome. And I think they'll come out, punch them in the mouth. Have a, a good game plan, and then once it's all said and done, they'll be like, well, this is different. This is different. And then it's going to get ugly. I ain't going to say too ugly. I think that the Chiefs win by at least 10, though. But uh, that's, that's, that's ugly enough. I mean, it's comfortable. It's not too ugly. But comfortable. It's comfortable, but not. That's know, a comfortable Not win. a blowout. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's comfortable enough to feel like they were never going to lose the game. That's, that's, that's I, feel, I think they'll control it. Like, really be, we got this. That's big. Like I said, man, what's one man that can and more, fuck up my shit? more shampoo commercials and fake arms. Yeah, you already know, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't knocking my homes over. He's really a boy. So, like, you know, he really one of them ones. But I think Jalen Hurts is a uh, man. That's a, that's a, that's another man right there. You got this. But this should be fun. It's going to be interesting from start to finish. There's so many uh little, little inside battles inside of this big battle that I think will help take shape of this game. I think uh, uh, Garner Johnson uh, guarding Kelsey a lot will be fun to watch. I think the trash talk between him and Kelsey shall be fun. He's a very, very good talker, and he backs it up a lot. So I think it should be some good matchups. But, again, that the matchup will be the linebackers, man. Can can they, they get up and they get the blitz downhill all day and blitz at Mahomes, then, yeah. But, again, bro, if they got to go cover somebody and start looking around and making plays, Travis Kelsey could be Super Bowl MVP. With, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think, 14 catches, 160 yards. I think with this offense, it's going to – their they're gonna, eyes are going to be fooled a lot. Yeah. They're going to have to think on the fly. Because there's nobody to guard. There's no only person to key in on is Travis. And the problem with that is he's just going to be right here in front of you. So if you focus right here, that's how that's how Valdez kept beating the safeties. Because mm-hmm. you want to come up because you, you know he's going to throw that little five-yard check down to Kelsey. Kelsey going to break a tackle. It's eight-yard catch. Yeah, and if you break more, yeah. oh snap! Look out! Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm I'm interested to see who who is healthy going into the game with these next two weeks of you know 
Mm-hmm. Rest there. Because Mahomes get two more weeks to relax. The ankle. That's cra- and that's crazy. He gets to kick it up for at least three uh, days. They're gonna let him just kick it up and chill. But he go back and put some yeah. work on it. But and then the, the way they finished that uh that Bengals game, he dang near had no receivers out there. It was yeah, all rookies and practice squad dudes. So. I'm like, bro, you walk that out there. That's <laughs> like that could be tough. You walk them dudes out there. Yeah. And Slay. If Slay ain't got to worry about the receiver in front of him, he can just kind of oh yeah, run around and go find. But I think that's an issue. With Patrick Mahomes, they probably he's the only quarterback you can't do that. With he because really, he don't care who out there. I'm gonna find somebody. That's what and I think about they practice air. it enough to where it don't matter who in the game, just go, just run somewhere. I seen him throw a touchdown to Jerick McKinnon, who looked like he was just supposed to be blocking, and he just no look like hot. That's on you, man. So, nah, and yeah, like we were saying off the air, Mahomes literally elevates the play around him, and that's why I, yes. you can literally walk out there with whoever, bro. Like you said, literally, he had Watson and a practice squad dude out there with Sky Moore. Yeah. And they still dropping back, throwing the ball every play. Like, what? Come on, y'all know what to do. Y'all, y'all here every week like us. Y'all know, how I, y'all know how I operate. Like, just get open, and it'll come to you. And again, bro. They got a secondary that's up for the Mustang Challenge, and I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> I definitely think it's going to be fun. Dude, I'm hoping for a good game. Though. Definitely. I am hoping for a good game, some entertainment. I'll definitely be watching. I don't care if my team lost or not. I love nah. football first and foremost. I will be watching the game. For sure, for sure. No, man, this was a, this is a good episode, bro. I'm, I'm, it's always good to have you back. Yes, Obviously, sir. we had to get through the turmoil, but, <laughs> you know, we, we're here. And, again, man, Super Bowl is uh, 11, 10 days away. We in for a doozy, bro. Eagles, Chiefs. We got the Eagles. I got Eagles. He got Chiefs. Only one of us can be right, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Y'all already know, as always. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, you know, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell an enemy. Y'all already know we we dropping jewels over here on the Bringing the Wood podcast. It's for myself, Big Che. Other people know, man. How you feeling? Let them know. Oh man, it's good out here for you know everybody's alive and breathing. It's great. And uh yeah, Brad Favre, still on you. It's a forever yeah, thing with you, Favre. It's a forever thing, man. You. Y'all already know, man. Enjoy the rest of y'all day. Uh tune into the senior bowl this weekend. Cause uh, a couple of them guys be playing on your team on Sunday. As far as myself, Big Che, to bring the wood podcast. Y'all know what we do. We just brought the wood. Peace. <laughs>